0: are listening to TKO on CFRU Radio 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario and available worldwide at CFRU.ca Hey everybody, what is happening? It's your girl Janon right here on TKO On TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA and other combat sports too we also discuss the issues us around the world of fighting and talk about notable fighters and athletes and how they all got started in the game and, of course, where they are now. So, hey everybody, what is good? So, here we are once again, episode number 80. I cannot believe it. I know. And you guessed it right there's 20 more episodes until until our 100th episode so that will be actually in 20 weeks yeah so as you can imagine there's going to be a lot of exclusive content on that 100th episode and a lot of good surprises on the show as well So you better tune in, I mean, just mark your calendars 20 weeks from now I don't know exactly what day it will actually be But please do mark your calendars because it's going to be our 100th episode And I really wish that we could actually bring in cupcakes or just some sort of cake or something into the studio So that we could actually celebrate and whatnot But, you know, we can just do those things outside the studio as well but, you know, overall, I'm pretty, pretty excited because of how far we've come with TKO and every single episode, I have the time of my life and uh, uh, on the days that I actually booked this studio to actually come in for recording TKO, guys, it's the best day of my life and from the moment that I open my eyes, when I wake up in the morning, it's the first thing that just occurs to me and the first thing that be- just keeps me going for the day and you know, you guys, you guys probably know how much I love TKO And how much I love you guys, TKO Nation For constantly supporting us And giving giving us your love and support So we love you guys so much, TKO Nation And thank you so much for your constant support, man Alright, so now, let's get back to what we have lined up for today So, okay, over this past weekend We actually didn't have any combat sports to watch And that was pretty depressive Okay, but do not despair because this upcoming weekend, we actually have a phenomenal boxing fight to watch. And we also have a, a, a sport that is out there, but we don't really talk about it here on TKO, but is actually relevant to us because a lot of MMA um, superstars have actually moved on and um, transferred to this um, field of sports. And you probably know what I'm going to be talking about. We're actually going to be talking about the SummerSlam, the 2018 SummerSlam that is going to be happening for the WWE Professional Wrestling. I mean, Brock Lesnar is going to be having a match uh, as the main event, I believe, and Ronda Rousey as well is going to be fighting, quote unquote, fighting uh, on that Summer S- SummerSlam card. So it's actually going to be really exciting to watch and. Uh, I know A lot of you guys listening to this right now Will probably say You're such a hypocrite I mean all this time You've been trashing WWE And um, especially when you want to com- compare it to the UFC Especially to MMA You always say the WWE is so fake And professional wrestling isn't real And things like that And you know, I, I still stand by um, all the things that I said in the past. Yes, it is uh, all for entertainment. It's not as real of a sport as, say, MMA. Of course, it's just so evident. However, you know, we, we're seeing the superstars that we actually love Fight, quote-unquote, fight on this card, and, um, you know, overall, all things aside, you know, we don't always have to watch athleticism being on display. Sometimes, as the fans, it's, it's okay to watch some other sports as well, and, you know, as long as they're entertaining and they're still demonstrating power and, and skill, I feel like that's all that matters I mean every now and then I love to watch me a good SummerSlam I don't know about you guys so today we're going to be briefly talking about the SummerSlam that is actually going to be happening on August 18th on Sunday okay so we have that lineup for today What else do we have lined up for today? So just like I said, we have a phenomenal boxing fight to actually break down today. Tyson Fury is going to be in the ring once again. And uh, we're going to be talking about his upcoming fights against Francesco Pianeta. So that fight is actually going to be phenomenal. And uh, what else do we have lined up for today? Oh, we have a lot of MMA headlines to actually talk about. A lot of the ones that we did not have time to talk about last week, but are actually pretty significant to talk about because they're they're pretty much about the biggest fights of the year and uh, what their implications can be, things like that. So we're going to be going through those today. And what else, man? If we have some extra, extra time, we're going to be talking about some of the phenomenal events that are coming up our way in September because in September, we're going to be having the biggest boxing fights of the year so far. Canelo versus Triple G, the rematch. We're going to be having that on September 15th. And um, Anthony Joshua is going to be fighting in September as well. I believe that is September 26th. Yeah, I have to double check that But he is for sure fighting in September And we have UFC The next pay-per-view card for the UFC Is going to be headlined by a phenomenal fight Between the current welterweight champion Tyron Woodley And the challenger, the title challenger Darren Till And we are also going to be having the first ever Women's flyweight championship defense On the same card. And a lot of other phenomenal fights. On that card as well. So these are some of the fights. That you guys should probably look forward to. And mark your calendars for. Because uh, uh, they're just exciting to watch. And I know this summer. uh, We had a lot of good fights. To actually watch. But I feel like some of the better fights. Are actually going to be featured in the fall. Especially as we proceed. Through the months. Towards December and January I feel like those Those are going to be the fights to actually Really really watch and seriously Mark your calendars for because You know I feel like when when The year starts in January you know You you do see some good fights But as you proceed through the year I mean the summer we have some good Fights as well but I feel like Especially as you're approaching December And the end of the year it's almost Like that main event Of all fight cards and you Just get to that best one out there and um, just get to watch it so definitely do mark your calendars for some of the ones that we're going to be announcing here at the show and yeah man okay I don't want to talk a lot because I don't want to lose time so without further ado let's get started alright here we go yes okay okay Okay, guys, let's in. Okay, so we've come 80 episodes far. Okay, and this is probably the first time that, it, that we're actually using sound bites on the show, and I'm so proud of us because I don't know why this didn't actually occur to me previously, but it's just um it just makes the show so much more interesting. I don't know about you guys, but you know, especially the boxing ring. Ever since I first started TKO, it's it's been my dream to use the boxing ring sound bites on the show, especially when we Want to get started on some phenomenal things to talk about? So today is uh, we've actually hit a big milestone because it's it actually marks our official use of sound bites and. Uh, it's phenomenal, man as, as someone who hosts the show and produces the show all by herself I'm, um, you know, I'm just kind of patting myself on the back right now Kudos to you, Jonan So, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed the big range of bites that I'm going to be introducing to y'all here on the show So, okay, now without further ado Because I like this soundbite so much Here we go once again Let's get started Okay, yes Okay, so Let's get to some of the updates that we have for you guys so last week actually I really really wanted to break the news to y'all that Conor McGregor is finally going to be fighting against Khabib Nurmagomedov okay so by now you already I know you guys already know that but I, I but last week i really had this urge to tell you guys and to actually break the news to y'all just a sizzling hot because it, it is a pretty hot news and um, it is the MMA fight that we've all been looking forward to for, for so many months ever since Conor McGregor Uh, You know, started his uh, rise to fame and um, to superstardom and uh, Connor, not Connor, but Khabib as well. He he was also on a rise on um, just demolishing opponents. And um, when he last won the lightweight championship belt in his uh, fight against Al Iaquinta, That was the moment that we definitely knew that we really want to see Khabib Nurmagomedov fight against the notorious Conor McGregor. And Conor, ever since, of course, we all know ever since his last fight against Floyd Money Mayweather, he hasn't actually fought. Neither in the boxing ring, neither in the octagon. So it's going to be pretty interesting to see how things are going to be turning out. So here's the thing, guys. So we obviously know Khabib Nurmagomedov's wrestling is just Number one in the whole world, and we know that. I've said this on the show so many times that, okay, we know his wrestling is so good because when Khabib was only a young kid who would actually wrestle with bears in Russia. And I've said this so many times on the show You can actually Google that And you can actually YouTube that And see Khabib wrestling with a grizzly bear When he was a young kid And uh, I don't know about you guys But that's actually pretty fascinating Because uh, you know to actually wrestle with a bear And not have the bear eat you uh, Whole is just Really really uh, courageous And um, it shows how Skilled of a wrestler you are And the fact that Khabib was able to do that When he was only a young kid Just shows how um, how um, how long he's actually Been wrestling for his whole life So Khabib, his wrestling Of course, just like I said, is number one In the whole world And um, he used to be a champion And Sambo as well So Sambo includes a lot of Wrestling takedowns, judo moves, and um, a little bit of striking as well But mostly throwing, and uh, it involves a lot of throwing and grappling So because of that, <laughs> if the first thing that I just said didn't convince you enough That Khabib Nurmagomedov is a good wrestler, is a phenomenal wrestler with well, this one should probably convince you even more Of how great of a wrestler Khabib Nurmagomedov is and if you actually have been cashing out with Khabib's fights in the past few years, I would say, you probably know that his main strategy is to... Just go for takedowns. Okay, I'm not saying that Khabib is a bad striker. His striking skills are actually on point as well. But of course, his wrestling is is his forte. So he would just prefer to go for takedowns and um, make the fight go his way. Okay, so change the momentum of the fight. Regardless of how well the fight is actually going for him. So he could be winning through strikes. But... The wrestling stuff is just his go-to moves, okay So usually in his fights, what Khabib does is Khabib usually wants to go for takedowns And whenever he actually secures his takedowns, when his opponents are actually on the canvas He just goes for the ground and pound and um, it doesn't really matter how good of a wrestler you are because against Khabib's wrestling, your wrestling is so weak. And um, I don't think there's anybody out there that has actually resisted um, the the takedown attempts by Khabib. So pretty much, almost 90% of the time, if Khabib shoots the takedown on you, you will be going down. And um, I don't want to be, uh, you know, worrying about... Conor McGregor's wrestling but we don't really know how Conor is going to be holding up against Khabib Nurmagomedov's um, wrestling skills and so just like I was saying so Khabib goes for takedowns and then after you're you're taken down he starts grounding and pounding and that is when the referee usually jumps in to save you from all of those ground and pounds and hammers and all the horrible things that are being done to you by Khabib Nurmagomedov so just like I was saying before It's really worrying how how Conor McGregor is going to be holding up against uh, Khabib Nurmagomedov's wrestling because of all the things that I just said, because of the fact that when Khabib tries to take down on you, you will be taken down. And so because of that, a lot of world champions in wrestling, uh, you know, there's been a lot of speculation in, in regards to who is actually going to be brought in for Conor McGregor, for him to actually um, spar against and, you know, train with to actually improve his wrestling skills against Khabib. So we have guys like Jordan Burrows, who is actually a world champion, a very, very well-known wrestler out there from the USA. So Jordan Burrows has been um, uh, offered the chance to actually go out there and help Conor in his fight camp against Khabib, we also have other guys like Kyle Snyder, who's actually been offered to come in and help Connor with his wrestling. However, actually, one of them has actually replied. So Jordan Burroughs has been saying that um, he would love to actually help Connor out, but he has a uh, world championship uh, match actually coming up in October as well, because the fight is actually so the Khabib and Connor fight is uh, also going to be happening in October as well. But uh, Jordan Burroughs is also going to be having his own match in October. So Jordan Burroughs will not be able to help Conor out. But he sent his best regard on Twitter to Conor McGregor and his cam. He said that he would love to help out. But he just can't because he doesn't really have the time. And he would much prefer focus on himself first. Because he also has a match coming up uh, around the same time. So he can't really help him out. But Kyle Snyder, another phenomenal wrestler... And world champion he has also said That um, he actually Came out saying that he would be Interested to help Connor out In his camp against Khabib So but okay But here's the thing we are yet to hear From Connor McGregor's camp as to Who he's actually going to be bringing in To help him with his wrestling But whoever Connor brings in I just hope that he really really Does work on his um, wrestling And Here's the truth guys okay I don't want to be disappointing to you guys all of you guys Conor McGregor fans out there and I'm not trying to be biased towards Khabib Nurmagomedov but here's the thing Obviously even if you do bring in the best guy out there that can help you with your wrestling even if you bring out the world champion in wrestling to help you with your with your camp and your fight that is only like two months away it's still not go- going to compare To a guy's wrestling Skills to a guy who has Actually been wrestling ever since the day He was born unfortunately That is the truth and i uh, just Like I said I don't want to be disappointing to you guys Out there but it's just the truth it- It's a matter of experience and Years and years of experience We're talking about years and years Of experience so you know, it could potentially, acutely, it could acutely help Conor McGregor with his wrestling, but in the long run, and if Khabib Nurmagomedov improvises something new in terms of wrestling and tries something new that Conor hasn't actually seen in his past fights, then things are going to be really, really challenging for Conor. So, <laughs> because of all the things that we're talking about right now, guys, this fight is going to be the fight of the year for MMA and uh I don't know how excited you guys are but even though the fight is only like two months away I'm so pumped up for it right now as we're speaking and I just really really hope that nobody gets injured because that'll be a real, real really bad disappointment okay and uh, I just hope that they both stay healthy and hopefully no injuries are involved with their camps and hopefully we actually get to see this fight between these two guys because On one hand, we have Conor McGregor, the superstar in the UFC right now, right? And the guy that was able to capture the featherweight championship belts from Jose Aldo and who was able to also capture the lightweight championship belt from Eddie Alvarez at the time. He became a two-division champion. I know he's actually given up his belts, but still he was able to do something that not a lot of people have actually accomplished in the UFC. So that's a big thing for him. And not only that, he was actually able to cross over to boxing and fight one of of the best boxers out there of the modern era, Floyd Money Mayweather. He was still able to box him, even though I know he lost in that fight, but still he did have the courage to go out there and do it. So we have one guy, Conor McGregor, and on the other hand, we have Khabib Nurmagomedov, and we have the world champion right now. At the Lightwood Division, we have him who has actually won all 25 of his professional um, MMA fights. And he has no losses. He is undefeated. And just like I said, he's a phenomenal wrestler. And we don't really know what other things are going to be f- it, it, coming up for Khabib Nurmagomedov. And I mean, mean that in a good way because of how good of a fighter he really is. And so because of all of the things that I just talked about right now, it's going to be really, really interesting to see how things are going to be turning out with what game plan is each person going to be coming into the ring or rather the octagon with. And uh, just how is it going to be ending up? Because Connor's striking is so on points. And the way he throws his strikes is he usually measures the distance between him and his opponent. Through his leading hands. And then after he does that. Also Conor McGregor has really good eyes. And so he usually sees. Where he's throwing his strike at. And you know a lot of people that are. Actually throwing um, punches. Especially in MMA. They don't really watch out for where they're throwing. As long as they're throwing that punch. They don't really care where it actually Connects to their opponent's body, but Conor, one thing that he really does that actually helps him a lot as uh, to be a good striker is that he measures his um, his punches, and he actually sees, he watches where he throws his where he throws his punches. So that's a really interesting thing about Conor McGregor striking. And um, just like I said, Khabib's wrestling is just out of this world. So it's gonna be almost like a clash of styles in a way. So. On one hand, we have kind of striking, and on the other hand, we have Khabib's wrestling. So, what is actually going to be coming on top? And uh, what's going to be the determining um, factor in this fight? So, is wrestling going to be coming on top, or is striking going to be coming on top? And... Uh, We shall see, guys. We shall see. In a couple of months, we will see it with our own eyes, history being made. And if Conor McGregor actually wins this fight and becomes the lightweight champion again, he will be making history again because he will become the two-time lightweight champion. And um, if Khabib wins, it's going to be another win on his professional career. And um, he will be 26-0. Which is phenomenal in the world of MMA because you rarely see guys that are actually on the top and are still undefeated. So that just shows how good of a fighter, how good of a mixed martial artist Kavik Nurmagomedov is. So just like I said, guys, in October, do watch out for this fight. It's going to be phenomenal. And as we are approaching that date, we are going to be talking about it in, in more detail and in third detail. And um, as we are approaching that whole card, we're going to be breaking it down on the show. And uh, yeah, I know, uh, it's a bit early to actually talk about this fight But I was personally just super excited to uh, just, first of all, bring it up on the show here and there And um, just like I said, I actually wanted to talk about it last week But we ran out of time last week, so I really, really wanted to talk about it this week So I'm glad that I actually did that And now we can actually move on to our (laughs) other parts of the show Okay, so Moving on so what else Do we have lined up for today let's see Okay so I said we we're Going to be talking about SummerSlam and We also have to break down the Tyson Fury fights and The Francesco Pianeta Fight okay so let's actually Move on with the uh, with the Boxing breakdown so Okay Tyson Fury is actually Going to be fighting Francesco Pianeta Now I know we, ha- we Don't usually talk about Tyson Fury Because Ever since we actually got started on the show, ever since we started doing TKO, Tyson Fury actually wasn't fighting at the time. And you might be asking why, and a lot of you guys actually out there, if you're a casual fan only, you might be asking, who is Tyson Fury? Well, Tyson Fury, he used to be the WBA, WBO, and IBF world champion in the heavyweight division in boxing. He was a very dominating champion, actually. And he was able to get his titles from defeating Vladimir Klitschko, who is one of the best boxers of her, of her time, and he recently retired, blah, blah, blah. Okay, but Tyson Fury, even though he was a really good boxer, unfortunately he was stripped of all of his titles because he admitted to doing cocaine and um, refused to actually do blood tests for you know anti-doping purposes and things like that, so... Unfortunately, Tyson Fury is not the champion anymore, and ever since he actually came out with the fact that he does cocaine and he does drugs and things like that, he really let go of himself and he gained so much weight. He was almost 300 pounds even, like, last year. And then, uh, just out of nowhere, well, thankfully, I'm really thankful for this fact that he finally realized that it's time to get back into the ring and, um, he started training once again and he started losing so much weight and he started training for uh, for combat fights and so I think it was about two months ago or so I think it was in June that he actually had his combat uh, fight but that fight was just really uh, okay a lot of people actually call it the circus fight because Tyson Fury wasn't even trying um, to, to fight he was just playing around with his opponent and um It almost looked a bit staged. That's why a lot of people weren't happy with his performance at that time. But okay, here's the thing, guys. You know, Ring rest is real. And um, okay, you're right. Tyson Fury shouldn't have fought the way that he fought previously. But he was actually making a comeback after so many years. And um, it was his first fight in the ring after such a long time. So okay, don't give him that much grief just give him a little bit of grief but now he's here to actually uh, you know repent for his wrongness and uh, almost you know make another comeback from that comeback fight it sounds ridiculous but it's true but he's this this fight is actually going to be so much tougher for him because Francesco Pianeta he as well used to be a top contender I know he's not at his prime anymore, but he's still a, a, a tough challenger for uh, Tyson Fury because you know this will actually help Tyson Fury make that real comeback and just come back into the into the top ten guys in in heavyweight boxing and if he actually does win this fight against Francesca uh, Francesca Pianeta, then there will be, you know, the, the ways will actually be paid for him to have a potential fight against guys like Deontay Wilder or Luis Ortiz or even potentially Anthony Joshua. And I know that's a long way ahead, but if Tyson Fury actually does win this fight against Francesca, uh, Francesco Pianeta, then that would that be a phenomenal thing for him, okay? So, hopefully Tyson Fury wins, and... Okay, here's the thing. So, Tyson Fury's style is that he switches stances very often, so we can't really say that he's an orthodox or a southpaw, and um, what, one thing that is actually distinguishing about him is that he's really tall, he's a big guy, and so he can actually control the fight from a distance, from a very large distance, so can throw punches from a distance and um his speed has, isn't actually that bad for heavyweight actually so he can be fast and he can throw powerful punches he just has to have that motivation in him and he just has to try give it a try and i'll promise he's actually going to be having a dominating fight in this fight against francesco Pianetta. so hopefully we see tyson fury win this fight and um Hopefully we get to see Tyson Fury get back to the the point that he was previously prior to all the stuff that went down with him. And yeah, man, definitely do watch this fight. It's actually going to be on Sunday, August 18th, and it will probably be happening uh, around afternoon time uh, for Eastern time zone because it's actually going to be happening in Europe. So yeah, make sure you keep that in mind. And just like I said, guys, so SummerSlam is also going to be happening on uh, Sunday, August 18th. Unfortunately, we don't have time to break down the quote unquote fights for SummerSlam, but definitely do catch up with it. Ronda Rousey is going to be featured in it Brock Lesnar is going to be featured in it And um, I know it's not going to be a real fight But you know It's going to be really entertaining for sure So definitely do catch up with that as well And with that unfortunately That is all the time we're going to have For this week fam Uh, Make sure you go to cfru.ca To catch up with TKO And also you can go to SoundCloud and iTunes to catch up with your previous episodes and things like that And what else man, until next time, it's your girl Janon right here And this is TKO, peace out